it's so easy to look at other people. Oh, that person is so successful. You don't see the whole journey when, when that person struggles. I believe in you. Proudly supported by RAH McDonald's. Hello and welcome to I Believe in You, the podcast about achieving your goals and the journey which take us there. I'm Lizelle Hartley, a business and personal mentor, and with me is Annie Hill, entrepreneur and business owner. And this episode, we're talking about mental and physical resilience. Our guest not only started her own business, but did this just after having moved to Australia and having her second child. Rather than spending time behind the computer, she realised she wanted to work with people and help improve their environment, helping them build the tools they need to live a happier and healthier life. Welcome to our guest, Miriam Sandstrom Merlin. Miriam, welcome. Thank you. So great to be here. Thank you. It's lovely to have you. Can you tell us what is your business? Yes, well, my name is Miriam Sandstrom, and that's the name of my company, Miriam Sandstrom. And uh, I just, before I started my company, I was thinking of so many different clever uh, business names. And then I just thought like, oh, but I also just love to do different things. So I thought, oh, I'm going to be the brand. So it's Miriam Sandstrom it's, and it's a wellness company. So I work with um, uh, mental and physical health with people. So it's a very wide, uh, wide company in wellness. And um, so I also work with uh, coaching and as a wellness consultant for companies. And, and I also work with personal training and I... Uh, I don't know the word like holistic can mean different things to different people, but I think that's a, it's a good word to use in my wellness company. Well, wellness is a bit of a catchphrase in business world and corporation, I think, at the moment. So what is wellness to you? I think wellness for me, when, when I talk to clients and say like, oh, um, let's work with your health, like work with your wellness together, it's it's like basically the whole life like in where you are happy inside of you and outside and you're happy with your relationship you're happy what you're doing in life and and do you have any are you passionate about something and just figure it out those things that makes you happy basically that's awesome as a business owner I actually am often talking to my team about this and there's mm. this line between um, being a boss mm. and caring for them and it's difficult sometimes to navigate where the line is that I can say well have you slept last night did you eat breakfast yeah. this morning yeah. and honestly if you're not doing those things you're not presenting to the workplace in the best possible form that you can mm. and this is where I think a wellness coach in in the workplace is really important mm. what companies have you worked with in my role in my company now I've more worked with as a business coach to like CEOs and, and company owners and and we always start to talk about the business like that's the first step and what they their goals with the business but we always really fast um fast in the process we talk about their lives because it's like if they are not happy with how they how they sleep or how they if they move their bodies or if they uh work on the their inside 
or had to say it's it's the company will not be successful uh so i think um so it's different kind of companies it's small business bigger businesses and and uh, and it's always come down to how is that person feeling and how is it working on the wellness back in the days in sweden i also been working uh, with hr in in different companies and then you you coach managers and and if you want to be a successful leader you also have to work a lot on your wellness you can't never like escape from that i think and you can't fake it people know mm. if you are fronting up and you're tired or you're grumpy or you you have to be that shadow of a leader mm. and i love that you say that you're working with the ceos because with any culture in uh, a company you've got to start at the top Mm, yeah, 100%. And before I moved to Australia from Sweden, from Stockholm, I worked for uh, a big Japanese company and I worked as an environmental manager and quality manager. And of course, you can maybe think that's very far away from wellness, but it always comes down to the whole company's wellness and how we treat each other and and how it all... Like if, if people are not feeling good with themselves, they're not happy to go to the job every day, the company will earn less money. That's facts. So that's also a big part of my job to make big leaders to understand uh, uh, wellness is very related to the money they will get into the company. So, yeah. So, Miriam, you will be glad to know that Annie mm. has implement a richer day in her company which mean mm. her workers have to take a, a, a team has to take a day off which is a richest day which is her husband's name oh. and they have to take that day off and not work they have to look after themselves. It's a wellness day. Oh, so. wow. Obviously, we do shift work within yeah. McDonald's and yes. it's a 24-7 business. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of challenges with that. So mm. each person in my senior team is um, expected to declare a Richard day. So it might be a Tuesday. It might be a Saturday. It, it, mm. it is just one day of the week. They have other time off, but there's an untouchable you are not allowed to contact that person. The restaurant could be burning down. We had that happen once. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's a little bit over the top. But, yeah, this Richard Day is your untouchable day. That That's your really rest, relax. You, you're taking a day off, a whole day off. But Annie, Richard told me he didn't get off the golf course the day when the restaurant was burning down because that was a Richard day. That's right, he told me to go. <laughs> <laughs> so that is one thing that Annie That's has in place. Mm. And also they've got a wellness room with a most amazing chair, massage chair and mm. cards, motivational cards. And that's the last room in the office. Wow. If you do need time out in oh, the company. Amazing. That should, every company should have that to recharge like during the day. So back to what you offer as a service. Mm. There's a lot of different points that you point out to us. Mental, physical, coaching, personal training. Mm. What does it look like if I come to you as a client? Mm. So it can be different uh, ways, like someone contacts me, someone have heard of me working with personal training and they contact me for help with their training or their movements. And uh, 
Uh, and then when they get to know me a little bit more and know what I'm doing, I also work with coaching. Uh, you, I normally ending up working with both, like coaching and training. And and maybe another client is like, oh, Amir, I heard uh, I heard you work as a coach. Maybe we can do something together. I have my business and I need someone to coach me a little bit more and take my company forward. And and after a while, you come in to talk about training, of course, because that's a big part of the life. And so, so what's the difference between coaching and training? Like coaching, uh, I mean, it's so they they really work very close together and but it could for instance um coaching could be like oh i have this goal i want to take my company to the next step and i go in and help but it's hard to take a company for the next step if you don't work with your wellness as well because you have to have that energy and you have to be strong yeah. that's a really good questions and some people just want to work with training and they want to work like one and one uh, with me and I also do like online coaching and online training which is amazing now when you um, can work online as well and reach out to more people around the world. So before we dive deeper into um, when you start your business you have another love where the training of um, exercise come from. Tell us what's that. Where do you spend your weekends? Yeah, exactly. Funny that you asked that because I, I'm so looking forward for my next tournament in March. I, I play beach volleyball and I, I started late actually. A lot of beach volleyball players, they have played indoor volleyball before they start with beach volleyball. Uh, but I started when I was 21 in Sweden to play beach volleyball. And I thought like, okay, I will give it three years and get to get to the biggest competition in Sweden. Like, so if you win that uh, tournament, you will be the Swedish master in beach volleyball. So it took me three years and then I got to that competition. I didn't come far at all, but I at least got in to the competition. And then I've just keep the, kept competing in Sweden and then I got my first daughter and I had a little bit of break and I started competing a little bit when she was one and then we moved to Australia when she was two and a half and I got my second daughter and uh, when she was one I started compete here again and now I've been here for like competing three seasons three years in Australia and I start to feel like part of this beach volleyball community in in Perth so it's just oh I love it and I play with different people and yeah it's amazing. And you have got a few titles lately in the beach volleyball? Uh, yeah, I, I've been very lucky to play with so many good players, so many good, like really great players and women. Uh, so I have a, a few gold medals and silver medals so far. Uh, and this season has been really good. And yeah. <laughs> and for who are you playing? Do you play for a club or do you play for uh, WA? When you compete, you kind of collect your own own points. So I, I play basically for myself, but then you have to have a license to play in WA and to access, to have access to the tournaments and so on. And, and so I, I just collect my own points and then I can play with different players, different tournaments. And then we just put the, the points together to see what level we can play on. And, and are you mostly playing indoors or outdoors? Only outdoor. Outdoor now? Yeah. All outdoor? All, all outdoor on different beaches. And so happy to have so many great beaches here in Perth. I don't have to travel more than 30 minutes to 
play so many different tournaments. So very happy <laughs> for that. I have been a beach volleyball mum. Oh, <laughs> have you? Yes, my oh. oldest daughter play for oh. for WA. So oh, wow. yeah, is she still playing? Or? She tear a muscle in a leg, oh, so okay. she had to stop. She's unfortunately, injured. yes. Oh, wow. But now I sit Bunbury next to the volleyball court. It's a very fun game to watch, actually. It is. It is great. So and my visions of this is Top Gun. Okay. <laughs> The two two men, two men doing beach volleyball, running around, all sweaty. Is there any truth? Is this how it goes? I mean, you you play two against two, 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 yeah. Two. yeah. And, and and I think it's uh, yeah, it's quite tough because it's it's super it's super hot sometimes when like you play and it's forty degrees yeah. and and you're just all sweaty and sand all over. And, yeah, and, and you are sliding onto the sand oh. and up and so action packed. Yeah, and wow. and and the last uh, tournament we played at Scarborough Beach and uh, it was so hot, so we. Everyone has to have sand socks. Doesn't yeah, yeah. look super cool, but you can't play otherwise. So, it's like... so how do you find out where to watch these things? This sounds like a good spectator sport as well. Yeah, I always post. So is you following me? We will go and watch <laughs> okay. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so welcome. And uh, I always invite people to come. It's so fun to have your crew there watching. Yeah. So I expect you to do like flags, Swedish flags and stuff. Uh, Swedish (laughs) flags. All right. One step back to the business. Where did your business journey as a business owner start? Uh, I think I always have had a dream of like having my own company, but it's never been right time and I think back in Sweden I, I didn't know like exactly what, what I wanted to do in my own company but it's just I love to create something from the start and do it in, in my way and so I think when we moved to Australia uh, I was pregnant uh, with my second daughter and I just felt like um, I wanted to work more with people instead. In Sweden, I worked as an environmental uh, manager that I mentioned before. And I I was in an office like in eight to nine. And uh, and I think when I got my first order, I just thought like, oh, I want to be more flexible. And and I also want to work more with people. And and then I thought like, oh, and I have been studying a little bit of wellness courses in Stockholm many years ago. And I just thought, oh, I just had this feeling inside of me. I want to work with people. I want to talk to people. I love to hear people's life stories and inspiring people. And 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 but what I felt that I, the part I didn't have in my business was the training part. So I actually started to train personal training. Uh, started to study uh, personal training for two years, and I started my company slowly while I was uh, studying. So I think that was my goal. I went and like helping people for real and be the person who's doing it. Like, yeah. So where did you start with building a client base? Oh, I haven't uh, worked with that a lot, actually, because I think I think it's just people. I talk. I talk with so I I I just. Uh, um, <laughs> 
that sounds weird. Like I talk. <laughs> That's a, yeah, I say talk like it was a superpower. But I, I just love talking to people, and then people know what I'm doing. Oh, I'm study person, trainer. So it's and, word of mouth, yeah. which so many businesses rely on. And I think oh, it's so really amazing what you've done with actually branding with your name, Miriam. Mm. It does work with people say, "Hey, have you met Miriam?" And I think just. So many amazing people here in Paris wants to help out. And if I had a photo shoot for my company, for instance, I asked around and like, oh, if anyone wants to help you, yeah, we want to help, we want to help. And like, and then I can offer them something in return for showing up that day. And I think just, um, yes, I think just people are amazing and people want to help. And, and if, yeah. So you come from another country country mm. into Australia mm. little baby mm. literally no nobody yeah. and we asked you what's your marketing strategy and you said I just talk to everybody on the street <laughs> <laughs> is that your answer <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny <laughs> and I, I think uh, um, when you're building up a company and you just feel like you are in the right in, in the right uh, place in what you're doing and you're not rushed I think also for me because I knew I would be studying for two years and I didn't have to start my company during my studying but I did anyway and had a few clients and I know not everyone can do that if they start, maybe they finish a, a full-time job and just okay I'm gonna start my own company and I had to go fast because I have to get in all the money quick or uh, uh, maybe you have more stress but I, I think I could just do it a little bit slowly and then you can talk about what you're doing in, in, in a less stressed way I think and people see how passionate you are about what you're doing and but I also actually think you can create that even though you're stressed you just have to work on your stress and when you talk to people you can have the same kind of calmness I think calmness is actually a state of mind mm, yes that and you, you can, can choose yeah. as you say yeah. in very stressful mm. arenas and and to go okay well what is what should my focus be today mm. so that I can do the best at that one or two things mm. instead of trying to satisfy everybody mm. and I mean if, if you are if you are in a stage where you actually have to call people to get people into your company or I still you I think even if you think like oh I have to get this client and I'm gonna or I have to get this company on board but I think you can still have the same kind of mood even though you feel super stressed you just have to practice a little bit more like on the calmness if you know if you don't understand what I mean yeah. like I will try to learn from that if I'm in another stage like maybe next year I feel more stressed about something it's like oh just gonna go back to that calmness and the people who are supposed to come to you will come to you so I must agree because that's something that I say a lot of time this value with a startup to make it your side hassle because you Honestly, if it's not your full-time job and you can build it after hours, weekend, mm. maybe go from a full-time job to a part-time job mm. and build it, you definitely don't have that same stress mm. as you have when you start a business and it has to work from day one. Yeah. We're living in a very fast world and business owners become very quickly impatient. Mm. 
because yeah. they're so used to get everything so fast, mm. they literally think my business is going to be up and going in three months to six months' time. Mm. We years back in the business world, you don't even take salary before three years. Yeah. And today they said, no, can't do that. Three to six months, need to make it profitable. Yeah. So there's lots of value in just breathe, relax mm. and grow with this business concept. Yeah, and, and oh, I totally agree. And I think sometimes you also have to uh, maybe just change the way you live. Like uh, maybe not uh, like go out and eat in a restaurant every week or like just change uh, if you're really passionate about something and if you feel like oh I don't want to change the way I live maybe it's something else I should do then like if you if you're willing to offer something for do what you love you know I think that's also a good question to ask yourself to actually like am I on the right I want to have the same kind of living, but I also want to uh, grow my business from the third month, as you said. Like, well, it's uh, a risk reward too. And what are you prepared to give up mm, to mm, succeed? Mm. Is it time? Is it mm, mm. Uh, money? There's various different aspects to owning your own business, and it's not all fun and games um so you just have to balance it out and say okay i'm going to get this benefit you said earlier mm. about being able to work from home and be flexible with your family mm. but then there's going to be other times that you can't be there at bath time or whatever it might be so to grow the business yeah 100 percent. and i also think um i'm i'm i think i'm a little bit of an expert of taking help actually taking help from others when I come to an area where like, I'm, it doesn't matter what it is. If I feel, oh, I'm struggling here, I take help. So I actually had, when I started my company, I also had a coach in Sweden and she worked with me for a, for a year. And, uh, and it's so easy to look at other people. Oh, that person is so successful and had that company up and running. And then you don't see the whole journey when, when that person struggles you know, in the beginning, especially. And for me, it was especially to just, maybe this this sounds silly, but when I started my company, it was the, the most difficult thing was all the paperwork. I came to a new country and I didn't know where should I, where should I even ask about this information? And And my coach really helped me with deadlines, with small tasks. Okay, next week when we talk, what's on your list? And it was like, oh, I also have to have a driving license, uh, like to, uh, and uh, yeah, just just different uh, for someone. Maybe that's easy things, but for me, it was like, oh, I had so many different tasks, so it just felt overwhelming. So just have someone to help you with deadlines is. It's oh, that accountability oh, piece. Yes that you know, mm. I know I'm going to meet with Lizelle on a Thursday mm. and she asked me this question last week and <laughs> tomorrow's Thursday, <laughs> you know, as soon as this podcast's finished, I'm mm. going to get on to that because there's, I'm going to have to front up tomorrow and mm. answer to someone. And mm. when you're the boss, that's not always the case. So you need that person. Exactly. And I also think sometimes you also skip doing things because you're not really believe in yourself. 
as well because that was my coach really helped me with that and she said like Miriam you have to register your company now you have to send an invoice soon people will ask for your services and I said like mm, yeah probably yes soon but I'm not doing any marketing so it will probably take a while she was like do it next week okay <laughs> and, and then I did and then a week after I've done my registration a company in Sweden called me and said like, oh, Mira, we know you're in Australia, but everything is online nowadays, COVID and everything. And uh, we would like you to work as a business coach for us for a while and coach our employees. And I was like, oh my God, I have my company. I can do, I can send an invoice. <laughs> I mean, it's small, it maybe sounds like small steps, but that was really big for me just to have the registration on my company. So, Absolutely. I, could, so I could work with people. And I was like, oh, what did this woman come from? Just called me, you know? And there's someone I worked for a long time uh, together with in Sweden and did another job for her. But oh, anyway. So you're a coach yourself and you just mentioned that you use a coach. What is the value that you reckon is there in coaches and mentoring to use in personal and business lives? I, I had my first uh, mentor when I was 22 and um, I went to like a leadership a conference and it was one of the leaders there that worked as a coach and it, I think a year after that I and I worked as a manager at that time I I just felt like oh I want to do something totally different I worked as a manager for two different companies and then I just felt I want to change my uh, career a little bit and I called her and said like hey can you be my business coach um, uh, and uh, so we started to work together and I had her as my mentor for eight years from I was 22 and I so many things I couldn't have handled without her uh, next to me and uh, she's still my friend she's in Sweden and she's 70 now so she was your business coach before you even had a business she was, yeah, business coach in like uh, helping me uh, navigate in what I wanted to do in my career like that. And yeah, so to so just have like a coach and, and I think that will get you to the point where you want to be eventually and then having a, and then I knew like, okay, when I have my business now, I want to have a coach again. So I was actually searching for a coach again to really, because I know the power of that to have a coach like even though you don't have a business and need a lot of help with that part I think it's so good to have a coach in your general everyday life and yeah 100% agree with that I we had some ladies on here that had more than one uh, mentors and coaches mm. two to three and you know that is a thing that's not even strange anymore no that is that's how we do life. Mm. And as we say in the old days, it's like the Italian people that had the older women and the mm. older women was mm. anyway telling you mm. what to do. Mm. Today we have we can actually pick who you want to talk and guide mm. you through it. Amazing. You can choose from uh, wherever in the world as well. Yes, that is also great because mm. it's all on Zoom now and mm. online doing your coaching. Mm. So challenges. Tell mm. me a little bit about challenges for your setting up your business and studying have children i think like to start up the company that like that i mentioned before like to just do registration and get my like australian company number that i think that was the biggest challenge but i also think another big challenge that i still working on a lot is to when you kind of 
you know you're not really it feels like you're starting up your company a little bit on the side because I was studying I had so many great ideas and and with the personal training I want to like oh because sometimes I go home to people and, and do training in their houses in their environment to make it convenient for them and, uh, and I thought like oh I just go around the neighborhood and ask people like and people who like live close to the water so I can have a good view from my working place, you know, and like, oh, I can just ring on someone's door and give my business card like, hello, my name is Miriam Sandstrom. I have this company and this is what I'm doing. So here's my card. And I felt so confident while I was while I was studying. And then when I was finishing studying, it felt more scary because then it felt real. And then it's like, oh. I don't know if I want to, if I'm like uh, brave enough to knock on someone's door and say, hello, my name is like, so uh, that's a challenge that I have been working on and I'm still working on to just follow my ideas because I, I still got that idea for a reason and maybe someone that I'm supposed to meet to like, Bring on and that I think door. that's where that coach position comes in. So you say to your coach that mm. when I meet you next exactly. week, I need to have knocked on five doors. Exactly, 100%. And uh, like if, if someone is listening now and have never had a coach, I think it, it can sound weird like, oh, but to just do paperwork to register a company, you, you can just call someone and and get uh, information that's the easy thing but if you keep it for the next day and the next day and you build up and that feels so big eventually and maybe you need a coach to get to that point where you actually bring your papers in and like I think also whatever works for you I mean I think I'm a quite like driven person but I still need a coach you know I think it doesn't it has nothing to do if you're driven or if you can if you're strong or brave or you want to go forward it's it's more like the power of together I think it's definitely the power of together I know I make meetings with my team and I'll say okay I want to be discussing x y and z on this day and often I'll send an email saying hey add that to the agenda of this meeting on the 15th and that's my way of keeping myself accountable. Mm, I know that mm. come the 15th, I've got to be prepared for that meeting and I have to have sorted all my thoughts and my brain out mm. to be able to lead the meeting. Mm. And yeah. you've got a deadline all of a sudden. And it's so much you have to have in your head at the same time. So many thoughts. So just a question that I know I wonder about and everybody listen, mm. have you knock on a door? Have you knock on somebody's door oh. and tell you what you do? <laughs> have I done it yet? Uh, I haven't. Okay. I have not knocked on someone's door. And, uh, and, and, and I think um, because I'm studying a little bit again, actually, at the moment, uh, uh, you know, now is, this builds up to an excuse. I can hear that. But... <laughs> But it's good because I want to say to you, this yeah. is what a lot of mm. women out there have. They had this 
perfect idea when you start a business that's mm. how I'm going to do it mm. but when they really get into it mm. it's kind of they melt away mm. and think that great idea suddenly mm. I don't know if I can do that anymore mm. so as she was saying earlier when reality kicked in mm. that's where you kind yeah. of lo- lost your motivation mm. and that's where you do need that person next to you to do yeah. it with you and I think it's lot lo- has always a lot to do with fear as well for me for me at least I think you like if you're really honest with yourself a, a lot of fear comes in yes. like if I knock on that first door and what if there's like who are you like <laughs> like what are you doing on my property <laughs> like well, whatever you know, I don't know <laughs> and I think a target would help in that be realistic about what's going to be successful. So before you even knock on that first door, I mm. think you need to say, well, how many doors am I going to knock on before I have success? Mm, exactly. Yeah. And you might want to say, well, I know that I'm going to have to knock on 20 doors mm. before somebody mm. smiles at me. I'm going to have to walk, yeah. knock on 40 doors before before somebody actually takes my business card. Yeah, yeah. Exa- so that those exactly. those first 10 failures won't feel so bad. <laughs> yeah, and, and another reason why I had to like why I had that idea, I think because I love architecture. We're sitting in an amazing house here. I have to look around afterwards and and uh, and when you knock on someone's door they have to open and then I can see a little bit of their house. <laughs> so it's like so that's another reason because you also have to bring in your joy in what you do in your company and that's uh, very joyful for me so maybe I should have that as a thought like even though I get a no I will have a little glimpse of their house (laughs) as a business mentor I want to jump into this knocking door yeah yes please (laughs) so I'm a big believer you have to give something before you expect from them Mm. to come and invest into you Mm. even in retail shops I believe if you give them a bit of attention if you give them good service Mm. whatever you Mm. give them Mm. I will rather want you to give something instead of knocking to ask for something so how can we give something about your business you can knock on the door and you can literally say i'm a personal trainer and i want to do have you done the right stretches today do you have five minutes so I can guide you in wow. the best stretches for your day? Wow. And then you say, thank you. Please promise me you do that stretches every morning. Here's my card if you have any more questions. Wow. And you leave. I love so that. I love swing that. it around. Yes. Don't go and knock on a door with the idea, I want you to invest in me. Go and knock on a door and invest in them. And the good thing about so it is you can not do it by yourself. You can go online and encourage everyone that have to do with personal training mm. out there mm. that you need to go and give somebody today, mm. wherever they are, five stretches. Mm. And it doesn't always have to be knock on a door. It can be standing in a queue waiting yes. for something. Yes. Show them how to do their posture. Show them how to do their neck exercise every morning I love that That, and it also would work with me as a person that I did so thank you for telling that I I was standing in line at Ikea the other day and it took so long it was just two people in front of me but it took like for 15 minutes I did my knee rehab when I was standing there but then I could actually turn around I could have done turned around it's like oh do you have any rehab to do while we're waiting maybe we can do it together 
and inspiring people around me. Or if you're in the grocery store, you can look at other people. That's man, I love that. Thank I'm going to watch you. I'm going to watch you online. I yes. do want you to start this yes. and do it. And Be- then I can film us in the line. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. And love I'm it. all about empowerment. And that little mm, bit of mm. giving from yourself for me is empowerment. Mm. How do you feel about empowerment? How is that part of your business? Oh, I, th- I think that is what it's all about, to empower people, uh, to get people to really help them to really believe in whatever they want to achieve in life or whatever goal they have. It's, it's such a good lesson. I'm saying this to myself now, but everyone you see around you, you, you see the beauty in that person and the, just empower others and, and help them to reach their full potential. Because I think a lot of people, they are like on their 50% of their potential, including myself. And I think... It's always hardest part is to see your own potential. I mean, I see potential in everyone else. Everyone is amazing. <laughs> and then to coach yourself, that's where the coaching come in, that someone else can see your potential and help you out. That's uh, the key to your mentor because yes. I see that every day. I, I work with amazing people and mm. I love what they do and they're constantly doubting themselves yes and to actually get the code of like oh i'm gonna stop doubting because what's the point when we have so much potential all of us like it's it's just practicing and practicing and i also think for me working with um like coaching and mentoring and and you work with the whole life like movement and sleep and food and and uh what are you spending your time on? And, and, and it's so many things uh, where you have to believe in yourself. Like, for, it maybe sounds small, but like, um, you can actually go to bed a little bit earlier to get a better life. You can actually um, eat this or that to feel more empowered or really enjoying what you're eating and feel happy what you eat and feel not like not feeling stressed about what you eat or like is it anything you really enjoy doing but you're too afraid to start that like for me for instance I'm as we talked about before I'm a real uh, beach volleyball nerd and I'm I will be 40 soon and I just think I will be better than ever when I'm 14 beach volleyball and I play with these 20 year old girls and, and I'm like, oh, I can beat them. I can be stronger. I just have to practice harder. <laughs> and you know. And you have the strategy and you have the experience and you have the resilience because you, you've lost a game and you don't want to lose another one. No, <laughs> there's, exactly. There's all of losing. that build up in it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So my business, obviously with McDonald's, mm-hmm. we see a lot of stressed people going through our drive-throughs. Yeah. And it's always... Do they go there to drive through when they, they don't have time to sit down, you mean? or That's right. Yeah. So yeah. people have chosen to come through a McDonald's drive-through because mm-hmm. they're busy, because they've got all these other things happening. Mm. And my message is I'd love them to stop and come inside for a meal. Yeah. And take that time to enjoy what they're eating, Mm. to savour their food. Mm. And I think if you change some of those small habits Mm. where 
let's let's stop driving through our life. Yes, let's sit down that's a good point. and enjoy the meal. And I have to ask you, mm. what is your favorite Macca's treat? <laughs> I love that. Uh, I and it's funny that you say that about driving through because I have done that quite a bit because my my kids they really they really love McDonald's and and uh, so sometimes we do the drive through but last week we were sitting down and uh, and I always uh, am very boring in that way I always have my double mac chicken burger and uh, my daughters they always have the nuggets 10 pieces meal I can say it in my sleep now <laughs> But uh, last week, and my daughter wanted to try the burger, so she did, and she really liked that. And uh, yeah, so that's my special (laughs) treat. And you know what I did uh, one time at, uh, that's a very beautiful memory I have uh, at a McDonald's uh, restaurant. Um, I was driving, uh, I did a drive-through, but I bought an extra coffee for the person behind me. Oh, I love and, that. And I had to wait for my food a little bit because the nuggets were not ready. And so I could see in my mirror the reaction of that person because like the face expression is like, oh, 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 I didn't order that coffee, looking at the coffee, looking at the person who gave, gave it to. So that, that was a beautiful experience. That's a funny thing you can do in a drive through That's it, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> It was absolutely lovely to talk to you today. If you can leave our listener with your favorite phrase, what will that be? If you can dream it, you can achieve it. If you'd like to know more about Miriam and her work, you can find the details in this episode's description. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I believe believe in in you. Thank you for listening to the I Believe in You podcast. If you're interested in being coached by Lizelle, we have a number of solutions available for you, no matter where you are in the world. You can find all the details for these and how to get in touch in this episode's description. This podcast is proudly sponsored by RAH McDonald's. It's more than Maccas, it's developing personal excellence for life. I Believe in You is produced by Bad Bard Productions.